Did you know that there are six pillars to building a six-figure or multi-six-figure wedding business without working all the time? And if you're not booking enough of your ideal clients, if you're not making the money you want to make, if you're working crazy hours and heading toward burnout, that means you haven't mastered all six of these pillars. When you master them, you're able to make the money you want, working with the clients you want, working only as much as you want. Want to know how to do that? Yeah, I thought so. And that is why I created a free audio training for you to walk you through the six pillars in detail, the three big mistakes wedding pros make with them. You'll get to take an audit to see exactly what your score is for each pillar, and I'll share how you can improve your score once you know where you stand. You can grab this free private podcast over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash six pillars. That's evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash the number six, P-I-L-L-A-R-S go grab it right now. You'll thank me later and see where you stand and how you can improve your score with these six pillars. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business podcast, episode number 189. Is it worth it for you to advertise on Wedding Wire in the Knot? Let's talk about it. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses, one podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Thompson, and I help wedding professionals just like you build six-figure businesses without working all the time. And today I want to talk about one of the questions I get asked, oh my God, more times than I can even count. This is such a common thing that all different types of wedding professionals ask me, and you might be thinking it too. Is it worth it to advertise on the knot and to advertise on wedding wire? So I am going to give you the answer today that I would give to a member of the Wedding Business Collective if we were talking through this. Because of course, like so many things in business, it's not a simple yes or no question. There are some things that you need to consider, that you need to ask yourself, because I have clients who absolutely kill it on these platforms. They book tons and tons and tons of business. And I have people who have spent a bunch of money on these platforms and haven't gotten anything out of them. So the experiences really do range. And I found there are some commonalities here, things that you can ask yourself to really determine, is this going to be a good use of your marketing budget? So the first big thing to ask yourself is, is your ideal client actually using Wedding Wire or The Knot or insert any other platform or uh, directory or any other place that you can advertise? That is the 
biggest question you can ask yourself. Because if they're not, then it's an easy no. And you can just move on. But if they are, then at least you know you are going to be reaching the right people. Now, if you're thinking, well, Heidi, I don't know. I don't know if my ideal client is in these places. This is part of the reason why the way that I teach really figuring out who your ideal client is involves talking to them. Because you need to ask your best clients where it is that they found you. Or ask people who you think would be your best clients that maybe haven't booked you, but are in the same position or the same type of person. Ask them where they're actually looking for finding their vendors, because you may find in that process that, yeah, a lot of them did go to Wedding Wire. You may find that not a single one of them did. So that gives you your answer. And I am a huge proponent of this. If you ever join the Wedding Business Collective, or if you're a member, you know this, you will go through, the first course you'll go through is called Create Your Overwhelm Squashing Marketing Plan. And a big part of that marketing plan is who are you trying to attract? Because we can't market to someone unless we understand who they are. So getting really, really, really clear on your ideal client is part of that. So if you've already done that, you can go look at your findings and see, okay, did any of them tell me that they found me in these places, that they found their other vendors in these places? Where did they look? Or did they all say, oh, uh, Pinterest, Instagram, and referrals? Then you know what to focus on. Let the data be your guide. It takes so much of the emotional decision making out of things. Something else you can do if you're not really sure if your ideal client is on Wedding Wire or the not is look to see who shares your ideal client and are they on these platforms. And you can actually even reach out to them. You know, people in your market that share your ideal client, maybe you're a photographer and you can look for planners, you can look for venues, you can look for uh, videographers, you can look for officiants, whatever it is, asking people in your market, because every market on these platforms is super, super different. Ask them. Are they getting clients? Are they getting the right kind of clients? Because what happens a lot of the time is if you don't do this work up front, you sign up, you get locked into a 12-month contract, you're paying, and you're getting inquiries, but they're not at all the right people. And that doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter if you get 100 inquiries if 100 of those are the wrong people and aren't going to book you. You may as well just have not gotten any inquiries and you could have saved yourself the work. So you really, really want to do your due diligence to talk to your ideal clients, talk to other vendors in your market who share your ideal client. Because asking, you know, another photographer who targets a completely different ideal client, that isn't going to tell you anything. It's going to tell you that it works for them, but like we've already said, there are people that it works really well for and people that it doesn't work well for. And it really comes down to, is your ideal client searching for their vendors on these platforms? Is this even on their radar? Do they even know these platforms exist? So start digging. Ask your ideal clients, ask your past clients, ask your best clients, ask people who seem like they would be your ideal client and ask other people 
that perhaps you already have relationships with in your market who share your ideal client. That part is the most important part. Because like I said, if you know, you are a very design heavy, luxury wedding planner, and you ask another wedding planner who focuses on, you know, day of coordination, that doesn't tell you that you should be on this platform if it works for them. It may not work for your specific type of ideal client. So that's the first big thing I want you to focus on. Then if you find out, okay, yeah, it seems like my ideal clients might be on this platform. I feel good about that. That's like the first qualifier. Then you can move ahead to asking yourself, all right, is my website optimized to convert leads into bookings? Because I see this a lot. People throw money at advertising because they think it's going to be the solution to their problem when you know, you can get all the people you want to your website, but if it isn't set up in a way that sells for you and that makes people want to book you and that makes it easy for them to take the next step, no amount of money can fix that. No amount of advertising spend can fix that. And I always tell people until you have data, until you know, okay, I get this many people to my website, and then this many people inquire. And then of these people that inquire, this many people turn into meetings, and this many people turn into bookings, you have no business advertising until you understand that flow of people. Because it could be entirely possible that you're getting visitors to your website, and none of them are booking. Well, how is that going to be any different? when you're sending people to your website from another platform, whether it's the Knot or WeddingWare or Facebook ads or Instagram ads, it's going to be the exact same situation. So you have to make sure that your website is actually designed and optimized to convert leads into bookings. And the person I always send people to when they're like, look, I need website help is Amanda Schumann at Carrie Love Designs. She is fantastic. She prioritizes conversion, but she still makes websites that are beautiful. And this is something we talk about a lot in the Wedding Business Collective. This is why once a month I do member makeovers, which is where I record my screen and I talk through, you know, exploring various parts of the website and make recommendations. And most people have a lot of work to do on their website. You know, the copy isn't selling for them. It's really not set up properly. It's just kind of there and it's not booking for them. And if that's the case for you, don't start advertising because you're just going to be throwing money at it and it's going to keep generating the same results for you. On the same kind of token, you know, what is your follow-up process like? How well does that work for you? So do you actually have a process after you get an inquiry of, okay, this is what I do, whether you're sending a proposal or you're getting on a call or whatever your process is. There's no one right way to do this, but whatever your process is for your business, do you have a process? And What is the follow-up process like? Because a lot of times we have to follow up with people in order to close the booking. And if you don't have a follow-up process, this is going to be like running water through a strainer 
You know, people are going to come and they may inquire, but you're losing them on the back end. Do you have a booking process in place? So what happens when someone says, yes, I want to work with you? Do you have a process for that? Or are you going to be clamoring around in the background to put this together? These are things that you want to have in place before you ever spend money on advertising. Otherwise, you get into a situation like so many wedding professionals do, where they just try to throw money at advertising and then they get mad that it doesn't work. And it's like, of course it didn't work. You're sending, you're paying people to come to a storefront that isn't set up to sell them anything. It's not helping you in any way. It's not helping them take the next step. The copy isn't, you know, doing the sales work for you. It doesn't look professional, whatever it is. There can be all sorts of issues. But if your website is not converting at all already, do not advertise anywhere. Focus on that first. Because what that then becomes is like, you know, you're in a boat and there's a bunch of holes in it and you're scooping water out, but it's still filling up with water. Like, let's plug the holes and then we can move forward into doing some advertising because then you're actually going to get a return on your investment, which is something I'll talk about in a minute. Something else you may want to ask yourself because the format of these platforms is very uniform is, is a part of your brand focused on being very unique? Are you very different from other types of wedding professionals in your category? Or are you in a category of your own that, you know, doesn't really exist for most people? In that case, this may not be the best place for you. I would also tell you to analyze your market because every market on these platforms is going to be different. And let's say you decided to pay to be featured. Well, in your market for your type of vendor, are you going to be one of 150 featured profiles or are you going to be the only one or maybe one of two or one of three? Is it actually going to help you stand out or is it just going to be, you know, joining the crowd? Regardless of, you know, where you decide to advertise, if you do decide to go ahead with it, I want you to make a plan. So what is it that I need to do to make this work as well as possible? Because advertising is not magic. And I think a lot of people think if they just throw money at advertising, people will come and magically book them. And that is not at all how it works. So you have this pipeline. I want you to imagine a pipe here. And on one end, you have someone discovering you. And on the other end, that person's booking you. And they have to go all the way through the pipeline in order for you to book. So there are many, many places where there can be holes in that pipeline. It could be, you know, you're getting a lot of people visiting your website and they're not inquiring. Okay, then we have some work to do. That's good because you can isolate the problem. You know, what part of the pipeline to focus on? Because you don't have to scrap the whole thing and start from scratch. You just have to work on patching that part of the pipeline that isn't working well for you. You also need to think about, okay, do I need to focus on standing out? How do I stand out? 
And what I teach people when they're putting together their overwhelmed squashing marketing plan in the Wedding Business Collective is in order to stand out from anyone, you need to understand what they're doing. So look at your competitors on this platform. What are they all doing? What could you do differently? What kind of images are they using? What could you do differently to stand out? What would you need to do if you agreed to sign up for this in order to stand out? Maybe uh, like WeddingWire, it's a platform where reviews are really important. Before you even sign up to advertise on WeddingWire, I want you to have a plan for getting those reviews, going to previous clients, requesting that they, you know, fill it out on WeddingWire, making sure that you have a plan for that. And when I say plan, I mean, what exactly are you going to do? What are the steps you're going to take in order to make the most of this? What are the dates you're going to do this? Otherwise, it's not going to get done. Let's be honest. So really think about in order to make the most of this, what actions would I need to take? What plans would I need to put in place? You also really want to make sure you read the terms very closely because there are a lot of people who don't seem to realize they're getting into a 12-month agreement and there is no way to get out of it. So you will be paying the full amount over 12 months. That is the, they're not going to budge on that. So make sure you're really well aware of that. And that that is something that works for you. All right, let's talk about return on investment or ROI. Before you pull the trigger, I want you to ask yourself, what would I have to get out of this in order for it to be a positive ROI activity? So let's say it's going to cost you $3,000. What would have to happen for that to be a positive return on investment for you to make your money back and then some? How many weddings is that? And likely how many inquiries is that? Because you should know what your closing rate is between inquiries and actual bookings. So what is the target here? How many weddings do you need to book? How many clients do you need to book? How many of different packages do you need to book in order for this to be an ROI positive activity? Because like I said, I have tons of clients, tons of people I've worked with over the years who make tens of thousands of dollars off of wedding wire and the knot. And then I have people who make zero. And if you don't pay attention to the numbers, you really get left in the dark. So knowing going in, okay, I need to book two clients in order for this to break even. And then you have to track the ROI to truly know if it's working for you, if it's worth it for you to continue. So this could look like, you know, using tracking links as your links from WeddingWire to your website. It could be manually tracking where your bookings are coming from. Whatever it is, however you want to track it, you have to track it because otherwise it's just guessing. And at no point should you be guessing when you could have data to rely on. And what I tell wedding professionals all the time is marketing isn't supposed to be something you have to start from scratch with all the time. And I see a lot of wedding professionals doing this and it drives me nuts because 
it's so much easier to plan something out, then measure how did it go, and then am I going to continue to do this? Am I going to stop doing this? Am I going to change how I'm doing this? Then you're never starting from scratch. You're doing more and more and more of what works and less of what doesn't. And I see a lot of people get trapped in a cycle of just doing regardless of whether it works or not. And they often don't know whether it works or not. So be prepared to track this if this is something that you're going to do. And I would say if your ideal client is there, if it makes sense when you look at your market and you know, you're not just going to be blending in with like a thousand other photographers or planners, and you know exactly what it is that you need to do to make this work for you, and that you know that your website is already capable of booking for you, then go ahead. But go in knowing that this is not a magic pill. This is not going to fix everything wrong in your business. And you have to have the processes ready to go to support this. It's going to generate leads for you, but it's totally up to you whether those leads become bookings. You know, that's not up to Wedding Wire and the knot. And I think a lot of people like to put that on them. And that's not what they promise you. You know, they're sending you leads in your market, they're sending people to you. And it really depends, have you narrowed yourself down enough? Do people clearly see are you the right person for them or not? Do you have uh, a well optimized website so that people are reading through your packages and they're like, Oh, hell yes, I need to hire this person. And I need to hire this person like yesterday, let's do this. And an actual process for them to do it. Because if you don't have those things, it's really pointless for you to spend money on advertising. I would encourage you, if you don't have these things in place, work on these and work on putting your marketing plan together. And I can walk you through that inside the Wedding Business Collective. If you want to join us, just come over to the weddingbusinesscollective.com. I can walk you through all of that. And then we use advertising as like pouring gas on the fire, but we don't use it to start the fire because gasoline doesn't just start a fire. You know, there has to be a spark or something, you know, that you're pouring it on to make a bigger flame. It isn't, you know, just pouring gas on the ground doesn't do anything for you. And that's what advertising is when you don't have anything to build upon. So I hope that has given you some things that you can think about. I am going to include everything I have mentioned over in the show notes at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash 189. And I hope that you'll come join us inside the Wedding Business Collective, where we talk a lot about making sure that your website is actually selling for you and is converting and, you know, is doing the work for you. And it's not just the stagnant, you know, digital brochure that isn't putting any money in your pocket because that defeats the purpose. So like I said, you can find all of that in the show notes at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash 189. And I would love to hear from you. Shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm Evolve Your Wedding Business. Just let me know, have you advertised with The Knot or with Wedding Wire? 
And how did it go? Is it something you continue to do because it works? Is it something maybe you're considering doing? And after listening to this, maybe you know whether you should or you shouldn't. Either way, let me know. Shoot me a DM. I love having conversations over there in the DM. So yes, genuinely DM me. I want to hear from you. And thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. And I will speak to you again very soon.